You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 97. I'm Steve Burnham, joined today by Annie Wynn and uh, Lady Choi. And now we're going to touch upon a subject today um, to do with substantiation exception for reasonable travel allowance expenses. It's um, apparently one of the issues that members uh, frequently raise, uh, the tax treatment of work-related travel expenses, as well as the reliance on the reasonable amounts prescribed by the ATO. But Andy and Letty, what are the issues that practitioners and taxpayers are having to deal with? Yeah, this is yeah, this is a very tricky issue uh, a lot for our members, particularly um, when it comes to claiming these uh, travel expenses, because there is a ruling out there that um, prescribes all the relevant rules and also the law, of course. And the law allows you to uh, claim for travel costs up to up to a certain amount prescribed by the commissioner, as you just. Mentioned there, Steve, but um, t- taxpayers and sometimes tax agents unfortunately get it wrong in terms of the way they go about it. And there is a ruling out there issued by the Commissioner called TR 2004-6, which outlines all the relevant uh, requirements uh, with respect to that. So on that topic, firstly, maybe we'll just briefly go over what is actually the correct position. Yeah. yeah. So basically, as we all know, you can really only take deductions for expenses if you have accessible income to claim it against. So in the most common scenario, uh, somebody earns wage and salary income, but they went on a business trip or work trip or had to drive a truck a long way or something like that. And so they want to claim some travel expenses against that wage and salary income. Now, this substantiation exception is not talking about whether or not you're actually allowed to take a deduction. That's subject to normal rules. What this exception actually does is to say, assuming that you're allowed to take this deduction, so on that premise, Hmm. then we'll let you take a deduction up to what they call reasonable limit or reasonable amount without having to show every invoice for that expense. Now, that's not to say you can just claim deductions willy-nilly. You still have to be able to prove that you actually went on a work trip. You still have to have actually incurred the expense. It's just that you don't have to show every single receipt so for every $2 coffee $2 you had. Receipt. So, if, but so if the ATO asks for proof or substantiation, mm. you need to be able to produce it. Is that what Well, you're you would still need to be able to prove you, you were actually on the work trip that you're claiming you right. went on, so that you weren't lying on the beach in Bali on your annual leave, for example. Right. And another really important point to note about the substantiation exception which a lot of people may miss in the mass of information that's out there is that you also need to be in receipt of an allowance to use this exception now Andy yeah. could you explain right. how does that work yeah so the the requirement from the tax office is that the allowance needs to be a bona fide allowance so the allowance needs to adequately cover for those costs that you will incur uh, a lot of times what people get mixed up on is the fact that um, you know your, your client or the taxpayer might not be in receipt of an allowance, but you're still relying on those reasonable amounts. And that's that's a big no-no. So you must actually receive an allowance. Um, in and order the allowance to is saying you are entitled to make these sort of claims more or less. Is that that's from right. a point or, of view? Or, or the allowance is really to cover for the relevant travel costs. So, for example, your accommodation, your food and drink and any incidentals. Yeah. Now, just oh, to yeah. make it clear... Whether or not you receive an allowance doesn't determine whether you're actually entitled to the deduction for the expenses. So you treat them separately. But what the allowance does do is it will allow you to use the substantiation exception so that you don't have to keep as much paperwork. That's basically what 
receiving allowance does okay. for you. Yeah, so the fundamental question as to whether the expense is deductible is still something that you need to go through as a as an employee to to satisfy yourself that you're entitled to claim yeah. claim it yeah. as a deduction. So 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 what, I'm just not clear on why has it become an issue lately? What's the what's changed? Yeah, I think it's more an issue mainly because um, it's a misinterpretation as to how that particular exception works. Mm-hmm. Um, that, as we noted a little bit earlier, there is that ruling TR 2004-6 and it is by far very confusing to oh, really? read and understand. So so therefore you've got taxpayers who might be saying, for example, you know, you might be a fly-in, fly-out worker, for example, and you know, you might be in seat of an allowance, but unfortunately that allowance is not a necessarily a bona fide allowance. It could uh-huh. be a living away from home allowance instead. And so expenses claimed against that particular allowance is not deductible because the employee pays typically pays FBT on it. Oh, yeah, I see. Really, gosh. Yes. I, I know I was reading, I mean, I did a little bit of reading on this and um, I was saying to myself, like a similar question to what I just asked, what's changed? Why is this different? And the ATO lists a few things like uh, long-distance truck drivers who are owner-drivers have been excluded from the determination for some reason. Sleeper cabs are much more commonplace. Like you just mentioned, fly in, fly out, and drive in, drive out. That's become much more common in uh, construction yeah. programs. And let's also think about e-commerce. Um, these days, compared to 15 years ago, it is much easier for someone in Sydney or Melbourne to be buying a pair of jeans from Perth, for example. Oh, yeah, so yeah. you may possibly just simply have more trucks on the road. Yeah, delivering cater, these things. To cater for <laughs> e-commerce. I see. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the main thing is that we get a whole range of different uh, members calling through, so they might have clients, for example, uh, academics, for example. Oh, and, yes. And they might be doing, you know, a little bit of travelling, particularly when they're on sabbatical, and s- sometimes universities might p- pay them a some sort of stipend or some sort of an allowance. So they're the sorts of decisions they need to make as to whether, firstly, the, the expense is deductible, and then secondly, whether um, they can rely on this, this um, substantiation exception. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were saying before, Andy, that a lot of uh, our members' clients, they're actually getting knocked back. Is that... Case. Yeah, that's right. So, as Letty mentioned a little bit earlier, it's not necessarily the fact that they're uh, not entitled to the deduction, but um, as part of the substantiation exception, um, it's not necessarily that you say, well, I'm not going to keep any records at all. Oh, no, no. Um, it's still necessary for you to demonstrate that, um, you know, you've, you've travelled and uh, those expenses need to be incurred as well in order for you to get the deduction. So that's one of the other things that people need to be aware of. The expense must be incurred. It's, uh, be real, be provable, exactly. et cetera. Exactly. So what's the ATO proposing to do about this? Well, they've acknowledged and they've recognised that uh, people are really struggling to understand these rules. Yep. So what they've come up with is a consultation paper that pretty much wants the views of the public and of tax practitioners as to how they can improve the administration of the substantiation exception. So they're not talking about changing the law. They're really talking about, given the rules that we have in relation to the substantiation exception, how can we improve it? How can we communicate the information better? Can we simplify it? Yeah, so, I mean, one of the things these days, Steve, is, you know, obviously we've got the My Deductions app from the ATO. So, you know, is it still necessary to have, you know, not necessarily a reasonable amount that's, you know, in the actual law, but is this... Are taxpayers more inclined, for example, to use the app to substantiate all the, those expenses? So they're also, you know, doing a little bit of a, a check as to how uh, taxpayers these days are, are, you know, doing their record keeping the records. Yeah. And they want to update the rules a bit as well. For example, in the accommodation category of the consultation paper, yep. it pretty much asks: Is would do we even need a exception limit 
for accommodation. Because when oh. you think about it these days, most accommodation providers will probably email you an invoice or you can probably just easily yeah. get it from them electronically. You don't need to keep every slip of paper. No, so no. is it reasonable to say that it's too onerous to have substantiation? Couldn't you just ring up the Best Western you stay there and say, excuse me, can you email me through the invoice? Yep. Yeah. Or alternatively, for example, Steve, the employer might pay for that expense right. straight off the bat. So oh, using yeah. the corporate credit card or anything like that. Yeah. So, so in that regard, it's, you know, it's a question as to whether you have those circumstances in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose there's a million circumstances out there which I suppose our members will come across with their clients every day and every week. That's right. And that's what makes it so tricky when, you know, you're you're advising your clients or you're a taxpayer trying to work out, oh, am I entitled to use this exception or not? So it becomes yeah. very, very tricky indeed. So what are we doing as an organisation to find out what the the real story is out there? Yeah, so that's right, Steve. So what we're doing is that we're, we will be preparing a submission to the ATO on, oh, yeah. on this um, particular bit of consultation. Um, it, I have to say, Lydia, it's a very, mm. very lengthy document and it's got about 30-odd 30 30 questions, 30 odd questions mm. that, uh, <laughs> that you need to get your head around. So what we'll be doing is um, we'll, we'll be putting together a, a brief survey. Uh, it'll be available on our uh, website very shortly, um, and that survey will just um, just ask our members and and our listeners as to some of the things that they might encounter uh, in applying this uh, substantiation exception and some of the difficulties they they might run run against, and you know whether they've had any sort of war stories in dealing with the tax office in terms of some of these claims being knocked back. Because the anecdotal evidence that we're getting out there is that there's quite a few taxpayers um, not. Uh, necessarily maintaining all the relevant records oh, so right. there is a lot of confusion out there so we we want to get our finger out there on the pulse just yeah. to see what's actually happening and then <laughs> get our finger out on the pulse it's, 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 both both are true <laughs> that's right yes yeah. so so in that regard just making sure that you know we we get a good feel for what's happening happening mm. out there and so that we can make an, an informed submission to to the sure. commissioner. So you've got any war stories you tell us or That's any true. suggestions? Yep. Just email us at info at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au. Um, and the survey, Andy's going up in about a yeah, week. In or about so. a week. We'll, or so. we'll yeah. let people know. We'll let you know. Yeah, yeah so, look out on our, so look out on our website or through our newsletter. Mm, the e news. All right. Well, it looks, it's going to be good to see what comes out of all this, and we'd like to know when we, as it, we do want to represent our members' of views, and you listeners out there do have all the war stories, as Andy mentioned, uh, to give, inform us about what's really happening in the real world. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week.